Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. But I want to talk about... Uh, this article in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Now, Leroy is not here today, but Leroy will be here tomorrow, so we can talk more about this tomorrow with him. Uh, the title of the article is, When Leroy Butler Goes to Canada to Enter the Hall of Fame, he wants to talk about bringing the WNBA to Milwaukee. And this is based off of a tweet uh, a while ago, what, over a week ago, July 6th. I would love to own a WNBA franchise in Milwaukee. That would be fire. Hashtag goals. In the piece uh, written on the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel website, uh, Leroy says, quote, I want to explore getting some investors together. I'll be either a minority or majority owner. If I had the money, I'd do it myself. But these kind of things need to be done with a financial group and it has to be put together the right way. And he wants to have a group that would raise about $100 million to show the NBA, WNBA that Milwaukee is serious uh, about having a franchise. Besides Leroy, the idea of bringing a WNBA team to Milwaukee receives support from uh, WNBA players. Uh, from the owner of the Milwaukee Aces, uh, who obviously is a professional team in the Women's Basketball Development Association, um, and uh, former Los Angeles Sparks assistant, Bobby Kelsey, uh, who is now the Milwaukee Public Schools Athletic Commissioner. So there are other people on board um, with Leroy that would like to see a WNBA team come to Milwaukee. More information for you. A two-team WNBA expansion by 2024. The top six cities with the best chance. Nashville, Oakland, Philly, Portland, San Francisco, Toronto. Um, and that was put out by W Slam. So that's Women's Slam. Uh, put out there. Some of the cities uh, that are, those are, the, those are the cities in consideration. Now, where does Milwaukee stack up against those? I don't know. Um, but my question is this. If you could add one pro sports league team to the area that isn't currently here, meaning in the state of Wisconsin, which league would you pick to have a team in? Okay. Which league would you want a team from that we currently don't have? So we currently don't have a WNBA team. We don't have an MLS team. We don't have an NHL team. So like what team from what league would you want to add here, whether it be an expansion team or an existing team, whatever. I don't, we don't need to get in the minutia of that. I'm just saying, what pro league that's not here in Wisconsin, would you love to have a team here in Wisconsin somewhere so you'd be able to root for that team in that league that you watch already or you have interest in watching? Where would that be? I, I'm just, I'm kind of curious to see how many people are actually down with the WNBA coming to Milwaukee. I, I'm just, I'm curious. Uh, the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Start your deal today at vanhornauto.com. You can also tweet us at Big Show Network. My thought on this WNBA thing has always been the same. I was always under the assumption, and obviously I'm wrong, uh, that I thought the Bucks ownership would invest into a WNBA team 
I thought we would have had a WNBA team by now, right? So if we have the Milwaukee Bucks, they'd be the Milwaukee Doe, right? Would that be the team? Wouldn't I be think? the first time the Milwaukee Doe's have been in Milwaukee. There you go, Adam, the historian. Tell me about the other time, Adam. So for those who don't know, there was a female professional basketball team in Milwaukee from 1978 to 1980. They were called the Milwaukee Doe's. In the Women's Professional Basketball League, the first female professional basketball league in the country, uh, the Doe's had the distinction of being the first game in that league when they played the Chicago Hustle in December of 78. And that team was coached by one Larry Costello for their first season. Ah. And then he left in February of 80. The team folded that year and the league folded the year after that in 81. And now that it's going, uh, I would say rather well right now, the WA, WNBA is at this point. I uh, I guess my question just is like, A, where are you going to play them? And then I don't look up, see what the um, seating capacity rule is for a WNBA team. I guess I'm, I'd be interested in knowing that, right? So could you put a WNBA team um, at Milwaukee Panther Arena? That would make sense to me because the seating capacity isn't as big. What is that? Eight, 9,000, I think, uh, at Milwaukee Panther Arena. So if you put them there, um, I kind of get that. To put them in, like, say, Fiserv, that does, to me, like, there's just, I don't think there's any way you're going to be able to fill that anywhere close with a WNBA team. Would there be fans that would want to go and watch? Absolutely. Are there connections to Milwaukee? Absolutely. Right? You got, you've got, um, uh, players in the WNBA that obviously had success uh, to in Milwaukee or Wisconsin area or whatever. So there is some connection. Is it enough to put 15,000 people in the seats? No chance. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. So in order to make this work, the venue itself would have to be smaller because you want the venue to feel like it's rocking. It's full. Uh, everybody's having a good time. If you don't have a seat. You're missing out. That type of thing. And it, it it would not be an easy venture to own a WNBA team at this point, I don't think. Now, especially not in Milwaukee. Yes, they are. I don't have any numbers on minimum attendance, but I can tell you on average for all the teams in the league, it looks like the average attendance for games is somewhere around 4,800 to 5,000 people. Perfect. The Seattle Storm so- had like 10K. They kind of throw the numbers off. The Lynx in Minnesota, close by, they had about 7,000 fans on average per game. Yeah, so I mean, without knowing the rule, but if if there isn't a strict rule in place, Panther Arena would be perfect. There's eight or 9,000 people. I mean, if, if, if you get to the point where you're selling out WNBA games for two or three years in a row and you have to go get a bigger arena or have to move, that's a great problem to have. But I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm missing the boat on this one. Maybe maybe there is enough love uh, that people would show up and do it. And again, to me, you know, Leroy's saying Milwaukee. Okay, fine. But what if you put it in Green Bay? Would it do better in Green Bay? Would it do better in Madison? Would it do better in La Crosse? Would it do better in Wausau? Like, would there be different areas of the state where a WNBA team would do better than, say, just in Milwaukee? Mike in Germantown, you're next here on the Wendy's Big Show with me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. What's up, Mike? Hey, Steve. Um, 
Me, I, I don't see the the draw. I was surprised to hear the numbers he just read off. The you know, like what was it, seven thousand in Minneapolis? Ten thousand in Seattle, though, man. Wow. Uh, yeah, I just me personally, I don't see the demand or the draw that you know. I I don't ever hear people in Milwaukee saying, "When are we going to get a WNBA team?" I am not a hockey fan, but I would just assume get an NHL team. I mean, I think it would be a bigger draw. I'm not against women's sports. I just I've watched the WNBA a couple times in my life, and it's like watching paint dry for me. It really is. I'm sorry, it's not. You know, I know they're the best of the best for the women's side, but it's just it's just not. I'd rather watch women's college basketball. To be quite honest with you, I just don't think it would go here. I don't. I don't. I like Leroy Butler, but I don't understand why he wants. So I maybe he just wants to break in and own a team. Um, that's fine. That's fine too. I just. I, Personally, I don't think it's going to happen. It would we be can't get an NHL. I hear you, Mike. Thanks for the call. The NHL thing, there's stuff involving the Blackhawks and so forth that I I don't know if that would ever be allowed um, in Milwaukee, one way or the other. I do remember when this whole Pfizer Forum thing was going on, there were plenty of people uh, that would call in and tell us they would rather have an NHL team and the Bucks could go somewhere else, uh, and they didn't want the Bucks. Um, and they want an NHL team. Now, if you think the Bucks are expensive, the NHL is also expensive, also uh, not a cheap ticket. If you go the NHL route, um, now you're talking about it would have to play at Pfizer Forum. Then you're talking about splitting um, splitting uh, the schedule as far as availability for Bucks and hockey. Then you're talking about having less opportunities for concerts and music inside Pfizer Forum for concerts and so forth going forward. Is that something the Bucks would want to do? Would the Bucks tell whoever the expansion group coming in is, go build your own stadium, we're not giving up dates in our stadium? That may be the play by the Bucks. The Bucks may say, nope, not happening here. We are not giving up dates in our arena. So if you want to have a Milwaukee hockey team, you build an arena. Now, maybe they'd be willing to do it for a year or two until the arena is built. Maybe they, they would be willing to play ball from that aspect. But long-term, I can't imagine they'd be willing uh, to do that necessarily. Maybe they would. Uh, All right, so the question is this. If you could add one pro sports league team to the area that is currently not here, which league would you pick to have a team in? So uh, MLS, WNBA, NHL, those are some of them. The Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-833. I can't even talk. 855-830-8648. Start your deal today at VanHornAuto.com. Tweet us at Big Show Network. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Big show served up hot and fresh. D. Sparky Pfeiffer. A.R. Adam Roberts, other side of the glass. Wendy Summer Strawberry Chicken Salad is back, and it's the event of the summer featuring freshly prepared ingredients. We got a mix of salad greens, grilled chicken, oven baked crispy applewood smoked bacon, candied almonds, Italian cheese blend, and to top it all off, fresh summer strawberries. All beautifully tossed together and served with a side of sweet champagne vinaigrette. Only at Wendy's. Don't miss the fan favorite, the Summer Strawberry Chicken Salad. Choose wisely and choose Wendy's.
I'm asking you, if you could have one pro sports league team to the area that isn't currently here, which league would you pick to have a team in? Leroy Butler, in an article in the Journal Sentinel, saying that he has interest in owning a WNBA team with an investor group here at some point in the future. And that's what got us uh, to this topic. Ram, north side of Milwaukee, you're up next on the Wendy's Big Show. What's up, Ram? Hey, what's going on, Sparky? What do you go? What do you know? I would say WNBA and call the Milwaukee Lady Reindeers. Um, you know what, Sparky? I'll say this. I'm going to say basketball probably is number two in the world behind soccer. But I don't think it's nothing even close, especially when you look at the way the NBA has spread into Europe and Africa and places like that. Sure. And then the other thing that I wish, and I'm not telling you what to do on your show, but we have six players that's in the WNBA and um, NBA that's from Milwaukee. Yep. I never hear nobody talk about it. No, you're right. And, 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 and they're playing. They're not just like guys that's on the end of the bench, 10th, 11th, 12th man. And Arike, uh, uh She's one of them. I think that would be interested in, in being a part of a group. She's she probably the, the highest most profile. And I want to know why women are not being promoted in the WMN. I watch WMN guys, and you know, you hear all the chauvinistic stuff from guys about basketball. But if you like the sport, you should be able to respect it on both sides. Let's but. see that, but that's the thing, though. I mean, how many people do you? Well, I don't know how many people you know, but I can tell you for certain on my side of the world that will not go watch high school sports because it's not the NFL. Don't care about college sports because it's not great, the Mark. because it's not the pros. That wait, the wait, the, wait, the, the product this. isn't as good as the pros. Okay. So why bother watching? But if you a parent who have children, you see it different. Agreed. If you coach, you see different. Sure. But the, yes. the fan, the casual fan, who who don't have children or have never coached, they're they're not. They see it different than the person who's in the mix. Right, but you need those casual fans in order to drive ticket sales, in order to drive TV ratings. Drive That's sales. why the NFL is so. Why NFL is king because they get those people tuning in every Sunday. Well, it's I don't know. NFL is a little different animal because you got to remember, like when the NBA took a lot of the games off of regular TV. And went to cable, they lost a lot of people. But you know, on the weekend, it's Fox, 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 and they, it's it's there. So it's hard not to say, "Well, I'm going to leave church early and I'm going to watch Packers." And people do that. You sure, know. they do. People wear Packer jerseys to church for God's sakes. Look, look, real quick, and you know the pastors, the pastors and ministers of these church do not try to compete with that. Nope. If they know they got a late game, they're going to teach at twelve. If they got an early game, they're coming in at ten. Right. And they're and they wrapping it up in 90 minutes. Yep, no yeah, doubt. i say WNBA. All right, Ram, thanks for the call. So he says WNBA. Um, I mean, I get it. Now, now again, right? I mean, we haven't asked AR, because I'm pretty sure I know AR is going to say NHL. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, well, you're a huge well, NHL guy, more than anybody else at the station. Yes, comma, but. There's a I but? Would, yes, there is. And I would go to Twitter, because right now the overwhelming response to us on Twitter at Big Show Network has been NHL, NHL, got to have a hockey team. We've had a few MLS. I saw uh, Zinzola said PGA Tour stop that isn't conflicting with a major tournament, which is another good Joe point. Zinzola? Yes. Oh, old host here on uh, on this very network. Okay. Yep. So he said PGA Tour stop that doesn't conflict with a major, sure. which I agree that would be very nice. Yep. My thought on the NHL is, and I talked with you during the break, I found an old article about the Pettit family trying to bring an expansion team here in 1990. Sure. At this rate, 
it's probably going to have to be expansion if it's the NHL because all of these other teams, Western Conference, Eastern Conference, doesn't matter where it is, they're trying to lock themselves in. The like Most recently, Ottawa in uh, Canada, capital city of the country, mind you. Imagine a Washington, D.C. Sure. team trying to head out of town. Would never happen. Ottawa is one of the most financially strapped teams in the entire NHL. Their owner just passed away recently, but they're locking in. They're not going anywhere. There's a new team in Vegas. They've been thriving, but it's Vegas. Of course it's going to initially thrive. We'll see long-term this and the whole Raiders venture. I'm a little skeptical that they'll be consistently thriving. Uh, I think it's just very up and down. Now, as far as Milwaukee and NHL hockey goes, we've got a hockey team in Milwaukee. Yeah, and I understand right. that it's not the NHL, but the fact is they're playing teams in Chicago. They're playing teams in Texas and all across the country, they're traveling and they're the next best thing to an NHL team. And every time I bring up the Admirals outside of this station, it's always, well, I'd go to their games, but it's not NHL hockey. Well, it's pretty damn close. I mean, those guys are a call away from going up to the Predators. Now, again, now see, right. And, and now th- let me take it from there. Go so, ahead. Th- this is my thing. I-, I don't watch the NHL. I'm not a big NHL guy. But uh, a couple of years back, I don't know how long it's been now, the Predators got going in the playoffs. I saw pretty much everybody play on that team when they were with the Admirals, because I love going to Admirals games with a family. So I, I had a rooting interest. And then people were all over me. Oh, Sparky, you're all you're just hopping on now for the playoffs. You're really not a fan. Fine, whatever. But I saw those guys play in Milwaukee for the Admirals. The Predators were doing well, so I hopped on. I started watching the Predators uh, in the playoffs because I was rooting for the guys that were on the Admirals. See, that's the thing that I wish people got and understood more, right? So whether it's the Admirals, uh, or whether it's uh, the Timber Rattlers in uh, in Appleton, uh, or wherever. If you have this opportunity to have a farm system to a pro team, it's awesome. Because you get to see them at their early stages, and then when they get to the pros, it's like, yeah, man, I watched him here. So I'm a bunch. That, that, it's just such a cool deal. And then from his standpoint, uh, Adam's standpoint about the Admirals, I always say affordable family fun. Like you're not you're not going to find a better value, in my opinion, um, as far as what you are with Admirals hockey. My my take. Uh, it's up to you. I, I, I'm specifically saying uh, from uh, if you have a family of kids and so forth, like they're entertained because there's always movement with the puck and stuff. They're doing stuff all the time in the stands. Um, so yeah, missing out if you ain't checking out the Admirals. By the way, they start up again. Uh, in October, uh, if you want to check out the Admirals website for that schedule release coming up here uh, this afternoon as well. AJ, South Side of Milwaukee, you're next on the Wendy's Big Show. What's up, AJ? Hey, what's up? We need an MLS team. I'll tell you why. Look what happened at at uh, Ampham Park. You have those those soccer heads. It's sold out at Lambeau Field. The rivalry between Chicago Fire, everything points to soccer. If, if they're really going to build that stadium, we need to add seats. We need to go all in, and it would just be a great environment downtown. You would have the Pfizer form in the winter, and then you'd have pro soccer downtown during the, during the summer months. Yeah, the it problem is that stadium, like AJ, like you said, that stadium is way too small for MLS requirements, so they would have to build a whole nother stadium in order to get an MLS team probably. Uh, if I had my choice, AJ, I would be with you. I would love to see 
uh, an MLS uh, team in Milwaukee. That that would be where I would go uh, as well. Thanks for the call. Um, even women's professional soccer, that's a lot of fun. I've been down and saw the Chicago Stars play. Uh, that's a lot of fun as well because in that league specifically, the women's soccer league, you got a lot of these Olympians spread out all over, all over these teams. With the MLS, it's not as much like that because you got a lot of these guys playing club soccer uh, in Europe, so you don't get as much of that. But now the MLS apparently is becoming the old folk home for these guys that were stars uh, overseas at the end of their career to come over here and play at the end uh, and wrap it up in the MLS, which I think is fine because you're going to sell tickets and people are going to want to see these guys uh, without question. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.